From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. We are coming at you a full week later than normal, so we missed a week. I did have one person that stopped me during the week and was like, is there no recording this week? And I was like, I'm sorry to break it to you. Yeah, you're <laughs> sorry. Like, not a podcast. Yeah, and it's I, I have to apologize. It's my fault, as you can tell, probably by listening to my voice. sickly. Yeah, I've been sickly boy. I've been such a sickly boy. I don't understand. I'm I'm weak. I'm. What's your vitamin intake? Uh, I eat lots of whole foods. <laughs> not like the not the grocery store. It's too expensive for me. But uh, <laughs> but um, no, I do take some but, vitamin C here and there. I guess I don't know. I've been kind of bad about my. Vitamins. You're also feeble. You're older than me, so I understand. Like you just kind of. <laughs> I am. can't. But uh, but you're also around a lot of people. Yes. Every day. It's true. And on Sundays, obviously. And your wife is a teacher, although now she's a big wig. But she's also still a teacher. But yeah, so she's around a lot of students. I'm sure she brings stuff home. Well, let's just say this one, she did bring home. Oh, really? She was sick for almost a full week before before me. Yeah. Whoa. Brought it into the home, infected our family. (laughs) It's it's been a source of contention in our home. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, but she definitely did share the wealth of yeah. this uh, nice raspy voice uh, you're getting here. But God's grace, yeah. I'm very thankful that you were able to share and teach the first two Sundays of Advent because yeah, it felt like you were barely getting through <laughs> week one <laughs> as far as you were just like how you were feeling, right? Yes, yes. And then even kind of questionable. You were, I guess, if you were like an NFL player, you would have been like questionable, <laughs> limited in practice. Yeah, first week was doubtful. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't do any practicing. Yeah, definitely limited in practice. And then, uh, but this week it was more just like the voice. So it's yeah. more like, uh, let's say your, your, your knee is sore, but it's not sprained. Yes. You know, soreness. Yes. Or it's a stinger. What's uh-huh. a, you know, what's a stinger? You can play through it. <laughs> you, you know, you know, it's eventually going to get better. Uh, when I was, uh, training for my Ironman. Ding. <laughs> We're going to have a bell. Just Ironman. What else is on that list? You two. You two. It's gonna come up tonight. Christmas today. lights. Christ- it's all coming. Okay. You're gonna get the. Okay. The, that's bell one. This is just. I'm bringing the hits today, right. guys. No. Awesome. That's what. But, that's what people were missing this last week. People are missing the hits. <laughs> no, but um, I did have like injury. An injury that I remember. It was like the the guy. The doctor said. Uh huh. You can't hurt yourself worse. It's just gonna hurt. Okay. I never understood that comment. Yeah. 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 But I was like, okay great and i would just run and it would hurt really bad and i just keep running and i guess i had to hope to trust the person and it did i got eventually got better yeah it was fine it got better so have you did you ever have that and was that like biola yeah i've just just heard that over and over yeah like oh it's not you don't need surgery you can't make it worse just got to play through it like what does that mean Mm -hmm. it means (laughs) you're you're soft yeah (laughs) Weak, weak. Totally. I've been using that line like weak, soft generation. Uh, <laughs> you were saying though, so you were home a couple days last week, and you said day one was kind of nice. Like, all right, yeah, I'm not feeling my best. It feels good, kind of to rest. Yeah, but like day three, you're like, 
crawling up the walls. Yeah, let me out. Let me go. <laughs> uh, especially because you start, you also feel like you've got stuff that needs to get done. Right. So then it's kind of like stress compounds on top yes. of the sick. Yes. And then you're just like, ah, let me out. And I, I knew I was also speaking. Yeah. And then I knew I had two events like this last weekend mm-hmm. that I couldn't get out of mm-hmm. because they were at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be in the back room, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. So, like, okay, so one was, like, all the English teachers from Orange Lutheran came okay. to our house on Friday night. Yeah. And. I bet that's a sonnet. <laughs> just, just, just. Why am I? Oh, man, it's so funny. But, yeah, it was great. So, had them over. It was awesome. Uh, I think there's only one guy teacher. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, there was, uh, there were some spouses though. So okay. we had some, we had some male representation at the party. Great. Yeah. Um, but, but it, it was, was at your house. But it was so at my house. And yeah. It was like, you're very much hosting. It's like, I kind of know them. I mean, B's been at Olu now for mm-hmm. a long time. So we kind of know some of them. Good people. Yeah. But, uh, but still just that even like get into how I'll get into talking about that in the sermon a little bit too, but just of that whole thing of the stress of putting on a, uh, of sure. hosting in a, a party or at a dinner yeah. or an event at your house. And yeah. some people were hosting, some like Christmas tables this yeah. last weekend yeah. as well. I got a few photos. And then I had like a thing that I do each year that I was actually thinking of not doing mm-hmm. where I sometimes just kind of like invite mostly like some Calvary staff and elders and some other people uh, over for a little front yard Christmas lights party. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very randomly. I'm always afraid that I'm like definitely offending people because I just sort of like go through my phone and just text some people. <laughs> I have no organization and it's just like out of my laziness. Yeah. But I always feel like for sure I'm like, there's definitely people I didn't invite that are sure. upset. Um, right now. Yeah. In fact, and I realized I did that because I saw, I posted a picture of my Christmas lights and then somebody commented, Oh, are you doing that thing in the front yard again this year? And I realized I had, it was already after the event. You know what? You got to do a second a second event. <laughs> There's gonna be another. See, that's what Matt Dunn would do. But <laughs> thankfully, God has given me the gift of just being like, "Well, sorry." <laughs> um, so, but I do have to like own that one. But uh, anyway, so I was just gonna not do it. Yeah. But then Grace, my daughter, was like, "Oh, I'm coming. Oh. I, I, I'm coming. Bringing like I want to bring some yeah. friends from from school okay. or whatever." Um, and so I was just like. Oh, I guess I got to do it. Yeah. Cause she seemed to have excitement about it. Right. So then I, yeah. So then I did it even though I was like not feeling great. So you rallied. So I rallied. Yep. Yeah. I saw you too, by the way. Yeah. Not, not the band, you as well. The Doan family. Yes. Was yes. there all That's... six of us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of just being sick and having stuff to do, wasn't yeah. it the worst when you were a kid in like elementary school and you would be sick, you'd be at home. And then all of a sudden, like your teacher would send home a packet. For you to do. Yes. Well, it's just like terrible. Like you're not feeling good. And by the way, here's all the stuff that you miss that you have to now do at home. Yeah. Like the teacher, like they should know I'm busy watching prices, right? <laughs> I've got my I've got my crackers. Yes. I've got my saltines. Yes. My my uh my canned chicken noodle soup. No, I'm not thinking of any particular teacher, but if you're a teacher that's listening to this, I think you should do a service to your students and just write a note home that says enjoy your sickness yeah exactly or maybe that sounds weird maybe maybe what if they like actually had some like real thing that was wrong with them too that would be sad <laughs> you just enjoy that enjoy that disease it's not very nice you have enough to deal with <laughs> yeah all your homework is done yeah no um that's interesting 
I wonder if that's fine as long as it's not like then that kid doesn't know how to multiply. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they missed. I feel like that happened to me. I feel like there's a couple key components in my life that were missing. That I have no recollection about one. World history. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not good as the missions pastor. Yeah, really. Like, is Bangladesh, is that near India? Wait, you mean world weird. geography? That's what I meant. Oh, there, you thank can, you. So you don't even have the subjects down. We <laughs> got to like, I we got to go back to square one. I think one. I had chicken pox. Remember, remember you'd be out for like two, three weeks with chicken pox? I think I learned world geography. There you go. Chicken pox. I never had chicken pox. Really? Yep. Never had them. We might not need to be in the same room right now. This could be dangerous for you. I know. I know, dude. It's uh, So they even had me... My, uh, like one of my relatives like had chicken pox and they made us sleep like chicken in the same bed. Party, yeah. They made, yeah. And they made us sleep in the same bed. That's the strangest and I, thing I, that happened to every kid I in know. the seventies and eighties. And I never got them though. Like Whoa. I was, I have like the, like some sort Whoa. of, uh, you're like the chosen some strain of blood that yes. is immune. Yes. So, but yeah, cause isn't it like, they need to study. I you. can get some like bad disease now or like shingles or something or whatever it is. Like, yeah, there's something related. I think yeah, there's some didn't. bad thing that can happen to me. <laughs> we should look that up. <laughs> if you're a doctor listening to this, if you could send a Calvary do you, podcast. Do you feel like the theme of the podcast is like, wow, Eric and Matt don't really know much about anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You tried sticking a microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you yeah, have no plan or hour. no yes. agenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So, so yeah, you were sick this whole week. I yeah. actually sent you a message. I'm like, E, you want me to just jump in on Sunday if I you're know. not feeling? But then I was actually very pleased. Not only for the, <laughs> I didn't have to do more prep. But you're like, no, I'm feeling good. I've already written it. I'm like, okay, sweet. You're yes. fi- that means you're feeling better too. Yes, I was able like to. I think the stress, like I was able to rally and like ride it like mm. pretty early in the week and just turn in my slides yep. with some like, well, plus, I mean, I was, <laughs> it's on a topic you're be real. <laughs> very familiar with. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about joy. <laughs> so I was able to, I was able just to, to talk about some of yeah. that stuff without too much preparation, but, um, with so, some preparation. So what's your statement? You're, you sound worse than you are. You said, no, you, I, I sound worse than I feel but I feel worse than I'd like to. <laughs> I'd rather, I'm not sure why I'm laughing about that. It's That's funny why that, we need counseling. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, should we talk about that? <laughs> so we did get an email, one of our emails this week uh, from a regular listener, Catherine uh-huh. Winovich. Uh-huh. Uh, just says, subject line, yes for on-air counseling, <laughs> exclamation points, multiple of those. And the answer is? And the answer is, we are going to make this happen. We booked it. We booked a session. We booked a counseling session. I hope we don't have to pay. We haven't talked about that part yet. No, we're not paying. Okay. So That'll be the sponsor. This is, yeah, this is like, are you kidding? She should be paying us like hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of dollars. Just her, yeah. her ability to fix us. We'll yeah. get so many clients. <laughs> yeah, I want to bring, the subjects I want to bring are listening, <laughs> my listening skills, my pronunciation skills. I think maybe counseling could help with that. Maybe there's some deep, dark wonder, childhood. Interesting. Um, I wonder if counseling would just make you feel better about not <laughs> caring about it. Um. <laughs> and my uh, lack of energy excitement um, of trying new things. Oh, yeah. So the it, action of those beefs are with you. They're actually more internal. So this is maybe more of an internal. No, no, no. But I... So I think I have to work on, um, I think I have to work on being nicer to you. In so, my internal I pick, strifes. Yeah, because I, I pick on you yeah. about 
trying to make you eat at places that are like weird restaurants yes. that are unusual. We just for had you. this discussion. Yes. And so I do like to do that. And mm-hmm. I also do make fun of how you pronounce words wrong. True. So all those things like we it's like a, it's what if they find what if we web. discovered in our counseling session <laughs> that you're a trigger for me. And the only <laughs> the only way to stop that is just end the podcast <laughs> <laughs> or do you have to like quit? I don't know. Let's, no. Yeah, we're scared. Sure. No, 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 the counseling is going to bring us together. Yes, this will. That's the it's goal. Bring us together. People, counseling is not to drive people apart. It's to dream, bring them together. Okay, so, yeah, so don't be scared of it. So, so Doctor Annie, Neg- <laughs> I said her name wrong. Annie Nagal. Annie, why am I saying that? <laughs> Annie Ganahl. Yes. Uh, Annie Ganahl is going to come in, and uh, we're going to record on January eighth. Cool. And start our new year with some couples therapy yep. for Don and I. And hopefully that will benefit all of you somehow. <laughs> yeah, you could learn from it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be. I'm sure it'll be like a blend of like tongue in cheek. Yep. And like some serious stuff. Yep. That's probably that's I mean, the hope. Yeah, that's that's, what, that's our whole stick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So since we've last talked to listeners, a couple yes. interesting things in my life. I thanks for asking. Oh yeah. Um, one is this was a random one, but last night, uh, my son Samuel and I. So um, the school he goes to, there's like fees associated with playing sports. Oh, I know. And um, and so. <laughs> Um, we're very much interested in helping reduce those fees. And there's the school is very generous. They have like these fundraising things you can do. You can mm-hmm. sell Christmas trees, which thank you listeners, all of you that bought one. Not me. Never would yeah, do that. I was going to say, I don't think any of our listeners bought one. Yep. I will never, ever, 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 ever buy anyone's fundraising tree that I cannot open and look at what it looks like before I accept it. Okay, Annie, can you add that to our <laughs> counseling agenda? <laughs> All right. Sorry, uh, so, sorry. yeah, so they yes. provide these fundraising opportunities. So one was selling Christmas <clears throat> trees. And then another one is there's, like, a company that does events here in Orange County that you can just, like, serve at for the day, like, kind of be, like, a grunt worker. Really? So last night, Samuel and I got to go. I hope I'm not, like, breaking any confidentiality agreements here. We got to go hang out, serve, and kind of be like security at the In-N-Out Christmas party, which is basically no the way. entire company of In-N-Out rented out this place. Oh, my goodness. And they had, listen to this, they had eight In-N-Out trucks there. No So way. You, you've seen one of the trucks that like goes out yeah. to places. They had eight of them just all ready to go, just firing up. Hamburgers, which I didn't, I don't know <laughs> how do people working in and out trucks, like they didn't get to be part of the party. I don't know what happened there. Or like, it's interesting. Do you, if you work at in and out, do you want in and out for your party? My son Samuel had the very same question. He's like, <laughs> ah, but it seemed like, I mean, everyone's hyped. Well, does anyone ever get sick of in and out? Like, I feel like even if you right. worked there, you'd be still pleased. Yeah, it's true. Especially at least us from California. Like, yeah. Do you, do you know, like, I really, it really makes me mad that people are like the in and out haters from out of state. I know. It five makes guys. me really mad. It's yeah. all about five guys. Yeah, Whataburger. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I agree. So was it fun? It was super fun. Like we, <laughs> like providing <laughs> security is kind of a hilarious thing. If yeah. you picture me, I had a blue vest. Samuel had a blue vest. And our goal was just not to like allow people to go certain places. <laughs> How many people are there? There was thousands. Because uh. you could bring your family too. So it wasn't just for the employees. Oh, it that was makes sense. Their, like, their, and it wasn't just like their corporate like Christmas party. No, it's like no. This all is like workers. every in and out. In fact, if you tried to go to an in and out on December 10th at night, I apologize. They were all probably at this party. Whoa, that's amazing. But the perk was we got all you can eat in and out. 
Whoa. Did so you Samuel get had one? two double doubles. Yes, dude. So <laughs> I, I stopped at one. Uh, not out of necessarily desire, but because the line was long. Oh, but, yeah, uh, that's true, too. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so you never know where you're going to just kind of find yourself in life. So last night I was at the In-N-Out party. Was that for the same reason? Sorry, my voice, guys. But was that the same reason? Wasn't he like serving alongside the GM of the Lakers at some event a couple years ago? No, that was that was actually a, um, a special needs event. Oh. That was somewhat unrelated. But Okay, unrelated, but it was like he was oh, serving yeah, Can I tell that story? Yeah, I don't yeah, know if I told on the pod before. That was a funny one. So Rob Polinka is the general manager <laughs> of the Lakers. And was instrumental in getting LeBron the Lakers. He was roommates, I think. No, no. Somehow he was Kobe's agent. Mm. And they were friends from a long time ago. Anyways, Rob Polinka as a believer, which is really cool. And um, he and my son were serving at this event for kids with autism. And they were like doing the basketball like kind of station. Yeah. Samuel didn't know who he was. And so the Amazing. guy goes, what's your favorite NBA team? Samuel goes, the Warriors. Because we're in the Bay Area. We're supporting. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, who's your favorite player? He's like, oh, no. He said, who's your favorite player on the Lakers? And Samuel said, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and graciously, Palinka was was kind to him and kind of laughed it off. He's like, well, I actually work for the Lakers. And so then he said his name. And I don't think he still said he was like the general manager, like that big a deal. Yeah, it's huge. And then, um, and then yeah, Sam got home, told me that story. And I'm like, wait, who was it? And then I looked him up real quick. I'm like, was it this guy? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we could have been in. Yeah. We, we would have been like best Laker friends. tickets for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, that's but, amazing. Uh, anyways, yeah, that was like four or five years ago. So he was like a little guy. He was like 10 years old at that point or something. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which just makes it cute instead of yeah. like terrible. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway. um, all right. Yeah, well, cool. Good. Uh, I'm glad to hear about your weekend's events. What about you? Anything else? Uh, no, no. In the last two weeks? We haven't talked to our listeners in two weeks. Well, we did have the Christmas tree lighting in that yes. time span. True. So uh, the Christmas tree lighting was awesome. I loved it. I thought it was great. People seem to be having a good time. I love the part where we all gather together. It just has this like kind of excitement when the tree actually lights up. And we like read Luke two, read the Christmas story, share the gospel um, briefly, and then we light that baby up, as they say, in uh, the angels' parlance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it was just uh, a great, just night of joy, which is what we want. So um, I think it was uh, a good time. Did you have a good time? It was awesome. You were down in the Christmas for a cause yeah. most of the time. It was super fun. We'll pop up shop. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's. I liked actually walking around down, like talk, chatting with all these vendors mm-hmm. that are people that are, for the most part, part of our church, a few mm-hmm. others from outside as well, but um, some people that just have like a, a skill or craft or hobby or something that they, they do that mm-hmm. can sell some sort of something that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Some neat stuff. Yeah. So I actually did buy something from uh, from Kevin Kowalski. Oh, what'd you get? Who's a sponsor of the pod. Yes. Yeah. I bought uh, a... Um, it's like a bottle to hold like olive oil to like yeah. pour olive oil out of, you know, and it's nice. like really just, I don't know. There's something about, I, it's funny cause he'll probably listen to this and just laugh, but like there's something about the way that he sort of like almost like distresses or like uh-huh. does something to the outside of the bottle that makes it have like cool patterns and stuff that yeah. just really looks beautiful. So wow. I'm sure it's just like painting it or something. No, it's not <laughs> painting it, but it's like, it's different than paint. Yeah. It's like, yeah, some, yeah I know what somehow you're in the firing, but yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So anyway, so I've just used it too this week even. Do you know, this is a trivia question for you. How many lights are on our Calvary Christmas tree? Dude, no idea. Not even, I have zero idea. 36,000. Seriously? 400. 
and 56. Are you making that up? Yes. <laughs> but here, we need one of the kids. <coughs> one of our listeners' kids needs to, like, go out there on Sunday and just count them. Yeah, do that, guys. So if somebody's listeners' um, kids could go count all those lights without touching the tree, please. Um, <laughs> without climbing the tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if you do climb the tree, probably you have to watch out for Ryan Rail will be out to get you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's been it's been good though. Getting ready, like I'm getting excited for Christmas mm, coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just like, it's like funny how when you don't feel great though, you just kind of like, ugh. So I want to feel better because I just don't want, want to do stuff right, right now. And so I'm trying to just like gear up a little bit. But I want yeah. to just feel healthy, feel strong. I've got um, – so Grace, my daughter's coming home on mm-hmm. Friday from mm-hmm. school. Probably your daughter Lily's coming home. Yep. I think she said a couple of days earlier than yeah. that, uh-huh. um, which is nice. So then it will be that whole yep. family reunited thing, which is always a fun part of totally um, like any of these sort of school breaks mm-hmm. now that we're college um, parents, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so just looking forward to that, like time together, looking forward to, um, even our Christmas Eve services that yes. we're doing. It's going to be so, amazing. Yeah. I think that'll be awesome. And then just like a little time of chill. Like yeah. I'm, I'm taking a little time off after Christmas Yeah, and, uh, just to kind of, but like with no big plans, mm. do you like doing like no big plans? Oh, it's like at this stage of life, it's a yeah. gift yeah. really to have unscheduled, unplanned time. Yeah. Yeah. So staycation time mm-hmm. off, not, not going on a big trip or anything yep. like that. So yep. can make some loot fisk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This could transition us a bit if we want into the Sunday morning. Cause I did talk about loot fisk in, uh, how, how do you say it? Loot fisk? Loot, 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 um, and so that, yeah, um, cause yeah, this whole series is called the Christmas table. Yeah. Right. And so part of like even having joy at our own Christmas tables is like being able to relate a little bit more to Mary than to yeah. Martha in yeah. these Mary Martha stories, uh, story, uh, and not Mary mother of Jesus, but, um, different Mary and where she was just like sitting at the feet of Jesus, mm-hmm. just being with him. And Mary was like, so busy and worried about all the stuff to do. Um, it's interesting cause like, there's always still stuff to do and mm-hmm. people have to do the stuff. Yes. Right. And so it's good. And we need to be the people that do the stuff. It's not like the Bible isn't like, it's cool to just make everybody else do the stuff right. so you can just not do the stuff. Right. <laughs> That's not what's saying. Yeah. But uh, it's like, it, it's just make sure you're not stressing out over the details yes. and the work so much that you forget like the point. Yes. And the reason you gathered. I would even add to that. How do you do the stuff, so to speak? Yeah. And do it in a way that's um, intentional, right. Connected to Jesus. So you're still having to do stuff. Yeah. But how do you do that in a way that's, um, redeeming your time? Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, like, I think it is like important to think about how you, um, even like prepare for a family to come over or, yeah. or to have friends over for dinner and like, yeah. don't cook something that is going to cause you so much stress, mm-hmm. like in the moment, like mm-hmm. cook something that you can have it done well ahead of time, right. cook something that it can just like be in the oven kind yes. of cooking and you're not sitting yes. there over the stove stressing. Yep. Um, so like even like, so in our family, like we have this big tradition of these like Swedish meatballs and I make like 
300 Swedish meatballs or something crazy, you know? <laughs> you roll each of those? Yeah, but wow. what we do is it's like two days before yeah. I prep the the meat mix, uh-huh. mixture. Uh-huh. The day before we roll out the meatballs, and it's yeah. all four of my little immediate family. Mm-hmm. We all work together, and mm-hmm. my girls get mad and whatever, and I don't care. Like, it, I yeah. think it's like a playful mad, but yeah. like because um, it's very gross. Uh-huh. Like the the it's like a very it's almost like a wet um meat mixture, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's just very slimy yeah. and whatever. So <laughs> the texture is a little gross. But like but we all do this together and it's become a family tradition. Yes. And so the day before we're doing that together. Yes. And then in the morning before anybody gets there, I already have them all fried off mm-hmm. and they're just sitting in a like a um like a stay warm pot kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um mm-hmm. like a crock pot. And and that's like yeah. So then people are coming over and I'm just being with them and doing yes. the final finishings. Yeah. Instead of stress. And you know what? The dishes can wait till the next day. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Just yeah. like let it go, man. Right. Let some stuff go. If you're like a no, the dishes have to be done person, just mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Let the dishes go. Yeah, what I hear you saying is like you're you're making choices that are kind of hard at some point, yeah. right? Like Ooh, still I want to do everything. Yeah. But I'm gonna choose to embrace limits in this yeah. so that I can do the best thing. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So don't, yeah, make yourself so stressed. Can you tell that to Marie? Because every year I try to wrap her present really nicely and it always turns out horrible. Oh, dude. I'm always like short on the like wrapping paper and I kind of like put like 15 pieces of tape down. And so I'm always like, well, I didn't do this right because I wanted to be present with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I got to use that excuse too, because I am horrible at wrapping presents. Yes. Yes. Like, I don't know how people get it so like tight. Crisp. Yeah. Yeah. Crisp and tight. I know. It's a skill. Yeah. But I just also probably don't care to learn (laughs) the skill. So, yeah. Anyway, but. But yeah, so the hope is that this month that we're countercultural in a way, we still got stuff to do, like you're saying, but we're countercultural that we're, we're trying to slow ourselves down, slow our mind and heart down to reflect on who Christ is, that Emmanuel really, he came and that he changes our life and that we have these wonderful things that we can experience of hope and joy and peace and love like these aren't just like yeah. slogans like they're literally how we're called to live and live in yeah and absolutely. so that's what we've talked about the last two weeks is hope yep and then joy this that's last right. week and i think you explained it well on sunday how we flipped it literally did not remember that no it's all me which it should be an easy one to remember because it's like third candle right pink third, candle. It's, it's a different the, candle it's a totally different color candle yes pink candle supposed to be third yes i wonder how many people in the audience as i was explaining that were just like what? <laughs> oh, there was some. We also don't care, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like most, you think? Or what do you mean? Oh, no, no. There was some that were like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Like this We've is trained them be. well. Yeah. Okay. So see, they knew. That's yeah. good. But I seriously remember in that we were in this like service I, too. I was meeting, in that same meeting. And Josh yeah. Wathen brought it up. And he's yeah. like, aren't we supposed to? And I, was, I looked at it. And I was just like, <laughs> that feeling where you didn't realize you did something wrong. And then it's just that like yeah. all... Yep, yep. That was so if you weren't here on Sunday, it was the idea that there's four weeks of Advent typically in, in um, the church calendar. And traditionally, it's hope, peace, yeah. second week, yep. joy, third week, and then love, fourth week, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, I actually Googled this morning is second is the second Advent or second week of Advent ever about joy. And um, you'll be pleased to know that I had zero hits. On that one. <laughs> 
Well, it's very firmly in place for the week three. No, no longer, my friend. Yes, new tradition. That's right. New tradition. <laughs> All right. Looks like you could, did. You do some notes. I did. Yeah, yeah. I actually printed out notes today, so I transcribed them. Wow, I'm a little I had my now. best. I had my best person transcribe Ooh, them. Okay. Um. Yeah. Such good stuff to talk about. I did though, right off the bat. Loot fisk. Loot fisk. Yeah, you're fine. You're doing good. Where do you buy it? Online now. But, oh, really? Or at like uh, some some delis. Uh huh. Some delis that carry different like meat cuts of meat will have okay. it. So not even like a butcher, but just like a deli. Like for this some is not reason. something you're finding at your local grocery store. Absolutely not. Whoa. So I had it shipped to my house. My sister ordered it. Uh huh. Um, it's in my freezer already. Yeah. It's just sitting waiting to be thawed. So basically it's dry. It's like cod fish. It's cod uh-huh. soaked in lye, which is technically <sighs> a, a poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you like rinse it through so much that it like washes that, that preserves okay. it. It turns it into this like preserved fish. Yes. Cause it's like from, the old days in mm-hmm. Scandinavia where mm-hmm. you'd have to preserve fish. Or you didn't have refrigerators, right. ice chests, yeah. Right. And so, I mean, they had outside. It's basically an ice chest there. Oh, just yeah. <laughs> it's true. Just throw it out in the ice, <laughs> throw it out in the snow front yard. Uh, depending and on then do you throw a bunch north. of butter on it or what? Uh, you make like a bechamel, like a cream sauce, uh-huh. like a white cream sauce. That you okay. Pour, so that kind of covers the lye. Yeah, yeah. Well, that covers the nasty because it's like. So the lye has been sort of rinsed out of it over yeah. over time, and then um, you you take it's like this. It's really hard to explain. It's it's kind of like it's this weird. It's a very strange substance. I'm yeah. trying to think of how to describe it. Like it's not like a firm cut of fish. Uh-huh. It's like it almost like disintegrates when you touch it, even though it feels it, it can huh. be in a firm piece but it yeah. can just break apart pretty easily uh-huh. and then i tend to cook it too long because i don't care about it and i like so you just like you put it in some like boiling water for 10 minutes or something and sometimes i'll like i'll be like oh shoot <laughs> it was 20 minutes yeah and it's it's a little too soft but um but yeah then you pour that sauce over it it's, right but it's a very pungent can you smell it to yes. smell the house it smells yes and it's Ooh. so I know it's not a great. I think it's awesome though. I love traditions. Yes, and I love particularly <laughs> traditions that are passed on in generations. Yeah, right? I guess that's the definition of a tradition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's a sweet thing that you do. It's cool. Yeah, it's good. So it's part of who our family is. Our yep. family's Swedish, and so it's the stuff we do. Uh, so does anyone eat it, or is it kind of like more like a garnish? Uh, a couple people, a couple <laughs> of people actually like it. Uh-huh. But there's like, so if you're a person that likes, you know sardines or um you know like tinned yeah. fish you yeah. know where like that kind of stuff okay. like uh-huh. if you like that kind of stuff you'd probably like this okay where that's just real pungent fishy yes you know um but i think that stuff's disgusting yeah and probably most people do and yeah western appetites yeah 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 exactly mm-hmm. um and especially america likes socal like right. we're not like i don't know it's just not our vibe here right and uh anyway so but there's a couple people that like it and then People have tried to pressure me to take a bite of it, and then I have—I've eaten it before, obviously, yeah. but like I just never want to. It's so gross. Because you have other stuff you're excited. Yeah, to eat. meatballs, mashed potatoes, yeah. like awesome. Like man. So I spent an extraordinary amount of time in your sermon just thinking about this very thing <laughs> about the food. So I really have nothing else to share today. <laughs> I was like, where does he buy it? Where does—is it like at the Norcold 
store? Do you have to like uh, order? Yeah. Do you have to go to LA? What do you do? Yeah. Now to think, thank God for the internet though. It just shows up. That's awesome. Yeah. You just order it. Yeah. So that was part of your tradition. Yeah. You were talking about the table and preparation for the table and yeah. like how you just even kind of mentioned a minute ago, but like, yeah, we can lose ourselves in the prep. Yes. Versus what the table's meant to do, which is connect people, right? Yes. So exactly. we can lose ourselves and even just connecting with Jesus. Yeah. And just remembering what we're celebrating and, and not in this overly cheesy, like Jesus is the reason for the season kind of mm-hmm. like cliche. Yeah. But it's like actually true. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Now I've got hiccups. I've got well, everything's going wrong right now. I don't on. know what's going on. Well, January 1st, we're going to have actually a doctor come in. That's true. The- I'll be, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, January 8th, we'll have a, we'll have a psychologist, but January 1st, we'll just have an MD, so uh, today we're doing your physical Which exam. We will not, we will not, we will not be doing a podcast on January 1st, so go oh, that's ahead and, true. Yeah. and skip ahead. Mark your calendars, nor, nor will we be doing one on December 25th. <laughs> true. <laughs> Is this going to be the last one then? <gasps> no, we'll have one more. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have one more next week and then we'll have to wait till after the new Let's year. Let's do our best of the year like we did last year. <gasps> yes. I'm totally going to get sick. I know. No, I'm not. There's no way I'm contagious on day nine. You didn't do like the Dracula thing. You got to like. I did. No, you went. Like, no, it was I like didn't. flying right at me. I did not. <laughs> okay. All right. So we see. <laughs> so this, yeah, idea. We want to connect with God. He's inviting us to his table mm-hmm. and there's a sense of joy. There's like a feast and it's joyful. Like anytime yeah. your Christmas feast, you maybe the loot fish is not your favorite, but it's like, it's joyful. You're no, with totally. people that you care for and have such history with and you're making this special meal with, and we're kind of, you were translating that into just, yeah, how we meet with the Lord in this month of Advent. And then, you know, obviously you brought up Luke 2, that the angelic message of mm-hmm. great joy, the wise men's joy that they had encountered, what they uh, were looking for. And I loved, you answered, you asked a great question, and actually this snapped me out of the loot fish. <laughs> <laughs> it was, do you remember um, the joy you felt when you first encountered Jesus? Mm-hmm. Uh, such a good question. I I love looking back at some of those memories of being mm-hmm. uh, either a new Christian or just having kind of moments of like light bulbs going on in my life mm-hmm. uh, spiritually. And so, yeah, I thought that was just an excellent question to ask our, our church family. Like, do you remember when you first encountered Jesus? And I don't know if you can even think to your own life, even some benchmarks of just powerful encounters you've had with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I remember even, I mean, I was like nine years old when mm-hmm. I became a Christian mm-hmm. and, um, but I still can remember that. I even talked about that a couple weeks ago where it was with this guy, Rick Linger, who was, uh, he was a teacher at the school I went to that I went to this summer day camp yeah. with, and I prayed with him and I totally remember that it was like super important and special to me. And like, I remember even my baptism then a year or yeah, a year later. And mm-hmm. I remember this like feeling of excitement and and love for God coming up out of the water and Mm -hmm. just being excited to live for him. Mm -hmm. Right. How about you? What was that for you? Yeah. I mean, I have my own childhood ones. I think, um, even as an adult, I've had some, I think just poignant encounters with Jesus that have like, just definitely shaped me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think becoming a father, um, all of a sudden it's like, Whoa, this is just like a little glimpse into the father's heart. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding when, when I hear that, you know, our father who art in heaven, um, <laughs> using the yeah. NKG version, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden that our father just took on a different 
tone in my life yeah. um, when I became a dad. So I think that that was like an amazing, I don't that wasn't like necessarily like, an encou- I guess it was an encounter because I had like this new mm-hmm. like v- view of who God was uh, in my life. And then I go back to Israel a lot on this podcast. Mm. I've only had a chance to go once. Hopefully I'll get to be invited <laughs> again. <laughs> I like, I don't think for our like 11 days that I was with you on that trip, I, I didn't really sleep. I was just so excited mm. to be in that space. And I think just seeing that place and being like, whoa, this is so real. And this is where Jesus walked physically. And that w- that felt like 10 days of encountering Jesus, mm, yeah. um, being in the place where he walked. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so like going back to like wherever those certain points were for you, mm. if that was remember there was like a certain point in high school of kind of like really my faith becoming my own. And it mm-hmm. wasn't about like my parents and, you know, felt like that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff or even moments where it's felt like, um, had a sense of God speaking to me or whatever. Like these are moments that I think back towards that. Yes. That renews my joy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so just like those wise men, it says when they saw like the star land upon the mm-hmm. spot, they were filled, they were, they were filled yes. with joy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's awesome. And yeah, it, you brought the point up that like so much of that Christmas story, that word is used, right? Yeah. It's just joyful. It is. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. <laughs> the culmination, it's finally come. Yeah. What, you know, the the growing pains of this world, the birth pains in a sense, were just longing for a Messiah mm. and finally he arrives. And then you went back um, to even some of those birth pains, growing pains of Back into Nehemiah, of course, we had to go to 810. Was there ever a question that <laughs> we were right. going to exactly. look at? Nehemiah 810 and talking about joy. And then it does always hit me every time that I've heard this, but like they literally just stood and listened to the word being read for what, eight hours, six hours? Probably six. Yeah. Early morning to midday. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just hanging out. Just standing there listening and, yep. and they got so moved. You know, yeah. that's why I was trying to even kind of tell this story I've told many times, but kind of just add some little like mm-hmm. flavor here and there. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've got a hour and 15 to an hour and a half, you know, yeah. long service. And, uh, you know, I made you guys stand up and sit down like one extra time. <laughs> you should have had us all stand. You're kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> cause it was earlier in the service where I was, did the, I did the, the I had every sit down because I did the mm-hmm. Advent candles that little moment, and then we were going to do this public reading of scripture before we sang another song. Yeah, all of us together. And so I said, "So let's stand <laughs> yeah. as we read the scripture." Right, and I could tell that there was this moment mm. of like, "Yeah, I know." Sorry, you just all got settled, but there right. was that moment where you kind of like, "Oh, is this the sermon? Like, am I getting my Bible, my, right. my notes? Right. I'm kind of ready." Yeah, but uh, so I understand that. So it's not just pure <laughs> guilt or something, but uh, <laughs> like, yeah, but. This was six hours of yeah. standing up all day. I kind of almost wonder, like, if you've, <laughs> if you've ever watched a State of the Union address. And oh, yeah. Like, so the president, whoever it is, is, like, speaking, and people will stand and clap if they agree with something. Yep. And it's actually kind of hilarious when they don't agree with something, and kind of, like, just close. I'm <laughs> yeah. upset. Right. But, like, some of the speeches I've seen in the past, like, people are literally, like, they'll stand, and then they'll sit, and then he'll say something else, and then they'll stand right up yeah, again. Yeah. Like, I almost wonder if it was sort of like that, like— They'd almost like get tired, like, okay, let's sit down. And then they'd hear another verse being read and they'd be like, oh, but that's awesome too. Or I mean, I'm really fully conjecturing. Right. More. right. Well, yeah, I guess it was yeah. at that point it was mourning. It was like yeah. the grief, guilt. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And, um, or yeah. not guilt, it was shame, right? I think it was guilt. I think it was guilt. Was it? Shame is where it's put on you. 
Right. Guilt is where you have a sense of conviction within yourself. I, I have read. I have read your book. Yeah. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I don't think I made that up. It's <laughs> like. Um. But uh. But yeah. It's just. Yeah. That conviction is good. Guilt mm-hmm. is good. Shame is bad. Right. Um. So I, I, I was saying that that was guilt because it is good yeah, to yeah. feel that guilt. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because guilt leads us a sense of conviction, which usually like then that leads us to repentance. Yeah. Which. Obviously, there's like freely offered grace and yeah. mercy and forgiveness by God. Yeah, and there's that. And, there must have been this pivotal moment where the the Levite priests were like, maybe they were mourning too, and then all of a sudden they're like looking at each other, like, "Wait a minute, this is this is really good news. Yeah, this is like exactly. this is changing everything in a good way. You guys, yeah, let's stop mourning, right? Let's celebrate. Yeah, and it's so cool that the prescription for that then is like, okay. Go through a party. Yeah. Go cook some good food. Yes. Have some good drinks. Yes. And share share food with other people. Yes. Just have a good time. So right. I love that. Yeah. Um, so it, that's like the, I'd say that's like the Christmas prescription to you is hmm. if you need some joy, mm-hmm. celebrate what God has done. Yeah. Don't celebrate that your family situation is perfect because mm. it's probably not. Mm-hmm. Don't celebrate everything in your career is going the way you want it to go. Mm. It might not be. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like that what Christmas is, is to celebrate that you have so much money that you can buy your kids all the presents they would ever want. That's not it. Yep. It's just all these other things are not it. Yep. And so you're gonna have disappointment if that's the focus. Yep. But if the focus is joy in the Lord of what he's done, that's going to strengthen you. Totally. And you celebrate that. You don't celebrate all your trappings and trimmings are perfect. That's yeah. not the point. Yeah. Man, the podcast always makes me think of stuff I should have said. On I was just going to say, like, <laughs> listener, so money. you might be running right now. You might yeah. be, like, running errands. I think you just need to rewind that 30 seconds and yeah. just listen to it a couple times because I need to hear that over and over on repeat yeah. in this month, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that could even be part of what you talk about this Sunday. Not sure. to write your talk, but how do you have peace? You don't have peace by... But from perfection, yep. right? Like, yep. or getting all this stuff. Like, yep. what is peace? It's this. Yep. It's sort of the same message. Like each week, at some level, yeah. Hope, joy, peace. Yeah, yeah. And but like, it has like a different flavor. Peace has a little bit of a different flavor sure. than joy. Joy is a little more cele- um like celebratory. Yeah, you can see uh, joy yeah. has an outward expression to it. Yeah, or maybe. I mean, I think peace does Feels too. Like actually, does. but yeah. I would even say, like, based on what you just said it's kind of the difference between happiness and joy. And I think yeah. we've heard, if you've been a Christian for a while, you've kind of heard like happiness is not joy. Joy is not happiness. But it seems mm-hmm. like around the Christmas season, many of us, I'm pointing to myself are pursuing happiness. Yeah. Like the idea, like I need to have everything buttoned down. I need to have just the right presence and just the right meal and just the right conversations. Mm-hmm. And like, ultimately it feels like the expectations never get met or yeah. if they do get met, you're died trying to meet, meet them. Yeah. Um, but joy comes, it's a response to something so much different than just creating nice circumstances. Yeah. It's it's from ultimately something outside of ourselves, outside of our world that came into our world. Yeah. Emmanuel, right? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we celebrate so that God is with us. I had a great... Um, so in our life group this month, we're actually just kind of doing whatever's based on the sermon. Oh, nice. And so I found this quote that was really good. And it was, um, Advent joy does not deny the world's sorrow but it insists that the sorrow does not have the last word. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. Cause what you're describing is not joy. That's like, um, like I guess would be out of touch right. with pain and suffering right. um, or frustration right. or, I mean, 
you could be frustrated that oh, I don't like my job. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, my relationships are broken around the Christmas table, and yet um, it's not denying that, but it's saying no. But but actually, God has the final word. There's a there's a yes. bigger there's a bigger story that's unfolding right now, yeah. and that gives me joy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because their whole thing in Nehemiah eight too it wasn't don't cry because like they had some tragedy that happened that they're. Yeah somebody's like mom died or something. Mm -hmm. They're not like, Oh, don't cry. Cause, cause your mom, you know, cause of that happened to you. No, it was like, don't, don't weep about this conviction yeah. or this like hearing of the word of God. Celebrate. They're saying celebrate. This is a good news. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not a, like a manipulative, like sure. don't cry because you've had a horrible tragedy in your right. life. Like we get it. You should mm -hmm. cry. Like that's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> but like, and then as you cry, you kind of cry out to yeah. God in the midst of that's your, great. of your tears yeah. right, is the, is the key. I love that. Um, mm. Cool. And then a couple more things too. Revelation yeah. three. I love the NLT translation mm. of yes, that. I actually dude. feel like I've never read that before. I heard that, but it was the whole idea of like, Here's Jesus stands at the door and knocking. If you let him in, he comes in to dine with you. Yeah. That's such a cool little like, phrase. No, no it's better. It's better than that. Even. Yeah, tell me. Share a meal together oh, as yes. friends. Yes, that's Sh right. A meal together as friends. Yes. So, yeah, just to like sit and hang out. Yeah. Like, let's go to the let's go to the sandwich shop down the street. And, yeah. You know, pick, yeah. let's go to the good deli and pick up a sandwich together. Yeah. yeah I don't know. There's something casual about that. Yeah. That I really like the juxtaposition of that mm -hmm. and the that Isaiah passage that's just like this great rich banqueting yes. feast that we will one day have with yeah. well aged wine, it says, <laughs> and all this stuff. You know, like that's Isaiah twenty five, yeah. Yeah, Isaiah twenty five. So huh. this like amazing, like very sort of like a fancy meal, you yeah. know? Um yeah. uh, sorry, my voice is cracking. Um and then but this is just like just I'm gonna come yeah. just hang out. Yeah, you know, I love that. So good. Dude. We had also my life group yesterday, Michael Yee, if you know Michael around here, but um, he brought like a bunch of pastries from Starbucks. He's like, hey guys, I have Starbucks pastries. Anybody wants them? Awesome. And he put them on a table and like the first 40 minutes of class, no one touched them, right? They're just kind of sitting there. <laughs> and then someone in the middle of the discussion got up and walked over and grabbed one. And then another person popped up uh, and walked yeah. over. And then like the whole, like we just interrupted our discussion. People just were getting up and getting them. And then someone pointed out in this whole context of joy, they're like, did you see Michael's face when like we were all yes. getting up? Like there was like this sense of joy that he had that like, oh, the gift that I brought yeah. is being enjoyed by others. That's and awesome. someone made that connection of like, oh, I bet that's the Lord. I bet that's it. God is, we are enjoying him as the gift and enjoying the gifts that he's given us. Yeah. That's got to produce joy even in him. Absolutely. And it's so cool that even in that passage, part of it is not just eating it yourself. It's right. sharing the gifts of food yeah, with, that's with, cool. with people who don't have any yeah. um, or just don't have any prepared yet, it says. Yeah. And so like, that's like what Christmas is. Like I want to yeah. share gifts of food with my family yeah. and my friends and yeah. like- you know, even at the tree lighting, I want to share gifts of this, mm. of this fun night, like with mm -hmm. my church family and, you know, like, I yeah. want, like, in, let's enjoy this time together. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's really good. And then you ended the sermon just on the idea of encouraging us to who else can we invite to the table? That's right. Who else needs to just experience the joy of dining with Jesus? Yeah. And I think that's good. We head into this. I've read stats. I'm sure you have too. Like most people, if you invite them to church, will come yep. <laughs> at least once. And particularly around holidays, around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be that Christmas is a very um, welcomed, like, invitation. Mm -hmm. So, like, and a Christmas Eve service is actually, like, one of the perfect sort of things to invite yes. somebody to. Even the way we do the service, it's, like, 
they'll be familiar with the music because mm-hmm. it's Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. It's a short message, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which might help. Uh, but and it's just like it's got like it's it's interesting too because it's actually like a way you could invite somebody if there's somebody around you that doesn't like experience this. Like this is a this is how we sell. This is how our culture celebrates this holiday sometimes that's like a an invitation that people like receive yeah not like this is the belief i have that you i want you to have as well they're right. like whoa whoa settle down you know sure. you're like yes of course i want that but yeah. hey can i just invite you to join something that's like part of my culture yeah. you know yeah, yeah. come have some loot fish can... yeah yeah exactly <laughs> then they like they're like Ooh, if this if this uh jesus is about this loot fisk stuff <laughs> i'm out <laughs> Jesus uh, does talk about suffering, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, 10 a.m., 4 p.m. are our two Christmas Eve services. That's right. Love for you to attend, invite family, friends that might be in town, or just that you have influence on, neighbors, coworkers. Yeah, be great. All right, we got a couple emails. Let's do it. Mailbag. Yep, open it up. Uh, so let's do the first one from... Uh, James Shook, because we have a couple things with James Shook to discuss today. (laughs) James Shook is actually sponsoring the podcast today. Whoa. So James Shook. So is the story that he works for this company? This is who he works for? Yeah, he's got a new job, and I think it's one of either the vendors that they work with, or I'm still getting more details. Uh, Yeah, so it's a a pants company or a clothing company? He texted us this week and had a very scary question. He said, what's your pant size oh yeah so so then i texted you i was like eric this is kind of a weird question but what's your pant size yeah and then we both sent them to him and then what happened he's he gave me two pairs of pants (laughs) that are um well in a little note here's some pants in honor of serenade sponsoring the pod thank you serenade you will look so good i think it says i'm trying to read his writing and thin (laughs) I'm all for that. I need that. P.S. Wash before wearing. Now, it's like there's a pair of black pants. Yeah, which this I is do. not going to translate well for no, uh, no, no, audio. It, they are almost pleather. <laughs> Shiny, shiniest black pleather pants. And then these sort of glossy gray ones. Yeah, I like that. I'm distressed with this crazy braid like looking design down the side. I wish you could post that for people to see it. Mean, we can post this at some point it somewhere. It almost looks like a horse's tail. Like yeah, just, just down the side of both legs on the outside. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, going to sport those? They're black. They're both kind of blackish. Only one is really black. The other one is definitely a lighter gray. I think those pleathers you could rock. Just Christmas Eve. You just want me wearing pleather pants. Christmas Eve. Just walk quick. Just black leather pants on Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, you just walk out. They definitely are that material that will make that like that, that <laughs> like my one jacket. Yeah, yes. Like, oh, that's what it'll be like. So, so he did, he spared no expense at getting these jeans. Well, I mean, he works there, so he might have spared <laughs> might some have, expense. <laughs> But we just say thank you, Serenade, and thank you, James Shook, for sponsoring yes. the podcast today. Yes. You did do what you're supposed to do and just sent payment. Yes. So that was well done. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does ask a question to you, Matt. Uh-huh. And the, the, just he, to me. This, yes. Hey, Matt, the Oakland Bees, will <laughs> you be supporting the only professional team now to be located in Oakland? All right. So let's mention Oakland A's. Ding. 
Yeah. Um, so long story, Oakland A is moving to Las Vegas. I'm very angry about it in a godly, righteous yeah. way. And <laughs> this group of fans decided to kind of like thumb their nose at the A's. And they're now <laughs> developing uh, like an independent minor league team called the Oakland B's. Nice. And their full name is the Oakland Ballers. Oakland Ballers. So they had a draft. They drafted players this last week. And I'm all in. I'm are you I'm on like it? joining the fan club? You actually are wearing a hat with a B on it right now. <laughs> this is a even though it's this a, is actually a UCLA Bruins hat. That's right. Sorry, Trojan fans. Yeah, yeah. But the Oakland Bs, the Oakland Ballers, the Bs, because the yes. the A's aren't actually the A's. It's athletics. The athletics. Yes, but yes. it's kind of like to roast them a little bit. Like, yeah. All yeah. right, you're gonna leave. We're gonna be called the Bs. So who are they gonna play? Yeah, that's the issue. It's not gonna be great <laughs> baseball. <laughs> it's like in well, better than I could do. But There's it's an like independent baseball it's league. Like, People who didn't get drafted into the minor leagues but still want to play. Oh, it says pi- independent pioneer league. Right. right. And it's good baseball. It's like a, probably a little bit of maybe college level. Do you think this will be at the Coliseum? Oh. Or wait, what is the... They're gonna, yeah, they're going to play at a junior college in Oakland. Oh, junior <laughs> college. Laney Because they're tearing down the, the I don't know stadium, what they're going to do, right? but yeah. So yeah. All right. And their hats are pretty cool. So yeah, you might want to get one. Oakland Bees. There you go, Oakland Bees. Thanks, James. Thanks for rubbing salt in the wounds. This helped but me. I'm going to wear them in my jeans and my salt in my wounds. Oh, there you go. Every time we talk about the Oakland A's or Bees, it <laughs> helps me understand how people feel when I talk about my stuff. <laughs> like Formula One. <laughs> yeah. Soccer. And they're just like, Oof, can't go too long okay, on that, actually. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So Ben Hopkins, one of our... Uh, uh-huh. Long-time listeners, long-time. Short-time, long-time. <laughs> yeah, long-time callers. Uh, Matt and Eric, what was your favorite part of the Christmas tree lighting? And he has Ooh. two more questions as well. Okay. He does like to send multiples. <laughs> um, favorite part of the Christmas tree lighting? What, what about for you? It's got to be just the moment. Ding, the lights go Ding, on. Ding, the lights go on. Okay, so I'll say another moment, though, just so it's not just that one. But I do love in that one when it's like Feliz Navidad starts playing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a, it's a it's fun, fun. fun party is happening. But I like... The camel. Oh. The living nativity. I like the animals. The yeah. donkey this year. Really like donkeys. My wife's really into donkeys. Okay. I just found out something about a camel that you need to know. Whoa, what? Maybe you already do. But <laughs> I just learned this 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 last weekend, literally. Okay. Do you know camels do not have water in their humps? It's fat. Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. I know I, I know things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been sick during that week of school, too. I think it's the two hump camels that have water in there. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they have the red blood cells carry more water. Yeah. And so that's why they're notorious for being good pack animals around deserts and stuff because they they do. They carry water. Right. They don't need as much water, but it's not in their humps. It's not like a little, like, uh, bucket in there of water. Yeah. You can kind of pull <laughs> yeah, out that's what I drink. thought. I thought it was like a cactus, like, boop. 100% I thought that when I was a kid, too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yes. that till this weekend. <laughs> Kind of scares me what else I'm thinking right now. That's just completely false. <laughs> um, Matt, what do you think about the Otani signing with the yeah, Dodgers? So Shohei Otani signed a $700 million contract. Yeah, dude. That's almost a billion dollars to play for the Dodgers the next 10 years. That's crazy. I don't know. He's pretty injury prone and he's in his 30s now. So he's, he's not even going to pitch next year. I know. So it does seem like a big risk, but you're getting so much more than that. I mean, like, oh, like he's the type yeah. of player that, like, People come to see, yep. so not that they even need more fans, but he'll probably just marketing wise and other reasons. I wonder how many jerseys were sold this weekend. Oh, I know, just totally. On, yeah, so many. I feel bad for Mike Trout and the Angels though to lose such a good player. Yeah, me too, man. As an Angels fan, it's yeah. sort of sad. Did you hear from a lot of Dodger fans this weekend? 
Uh, I did hear from some, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They some, were very somebody vocal. Somebody showed up to my house wearing a Dodgers hat on Saturday night. Right, and it was we'll upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, and then here's one that's a little more serious okay. from Ben. Uh-huh. How can we counter Christians who use their religion to justify hate and bigotry? Oh, wow. I'm trying to love others well, no matter the circumstances. Yeah. But I feel like I should be doing more. Love you guys and the show. Mm, Thanks. Ben. Thank you. Love you too, Ben. Um, okay. So obviously there's people kind of, there's people in any sort of, whether that's a faith background or sort of just any sort of like subculture mm-hmm. that use that like thing to, you know, to they kind of skew whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And mm-hmm. so, yes, definitely the same thing in Christianity that there are some that use it as a way towards power or towards control or towards mm-hmm. promoting some like, like, beliefs about the world, not even beliefs about God mm-hmm. that they might have that maybe sure. are, are hateful or, or bigotry. There's also times when I think Christianity gets sort of like by having beliefs mm-hmm. and moral values about things, it gets accused of bigotry. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, in a way that's like not justifiable for sure. Um, because, but then again, sometimes what we have to be careful of as Christians is we lead with love and we speak the truth in love, which means we don't avoid the truth and we don't avoid the hard conversations, let's say, or we don't like avoid taking a stand on certain things, but we do it in a way that's just very different than what the world might want us to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, that's why I'm like big on, I don't take my cues from cable news or mm-hmm. politics right. i take my cues from the word of god so even in my methodology of how i might stand up for a certain issue is going to look really different than what like what we see on tv of how people are standing up for that issue yeah. right yeah. so maybe don't follow the tv people <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know? yeah where's your authority right or yeah. where's your yeah yeah influence i don't know if you have any thoughts on that i, mean, I think what you said is great um i think it's a good question to even bring up as we do head into Christmas. So yeah. it's another meal that we gather with family that maybe comes from all different spectrums and points of view of how they see the world. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is probably a, a good time to check our own motives and attitudes yep. as we gather with others of, okay, how can we be humble and graceful yeah. and loving uh, with people that we encounter yeah. I think sometimes um, Christians can treat other Christians worse than they even treat non-believers. Yeah. Maybe we th- expect more of each other or mm-hmm. we just have less tolerance with each other. But I would challenge each of us, let's let's show grace equally to both, uh, to yeah. both non-believers who may gather on our tables and believers, knowing that, yeah, um, love covers over a multitude of sins yeah. in that way. And I do think, though, that... I'm thinking too, Hopkins, if there's like someone in your life you're thinking of specifically, there, there, there's two ways to approach this. One is we might just need more one-on-one time to talk through some stuff. Uh-huh. So maybe there's someone in your life that you're just really frustrated of their points of view or how their hot takes and how that's maybe offending other people. You may just want to like over this break, hey, go to coffee and just talk this through a little bit longer than you could in yeah. maybe a 20-minute couch time on Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah, it's probably like not always the like that holiday evening and I, and I'm not, so he's not what he's saying that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's definitely not the time to have those conversations probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
and I think it's really important kind of back to one of your recent sermons of like the whole plank eye sermon too, is to like do a little Mm -hmm. self analysis, right? Like Mm -hmm. of where, what, what plank is in my own eye when I'm looking at the speck in others. And I'm not speaking to like Ben directly or anybody necessarily directly about Mm -hmm. that. But Mm -hmm. I know for me, I have to like, okay, yeah, it's easy for me to be judgy about these people over here yeah. and I'm judgy about them about being judgy, <laughs> you know, or whatever, oh, but I just funny. realized so now I'm judgy, you know, right. or whatever. So are we yeah. just kind of having some good like analysis of our ourselves and some introspection totally. and then like even the part of like, how can we counter Christians? I don't think we have to counter people that often. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do, mm-hmm. but usually it's by a display of love in action is the counter to people that use words of hate. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably the best way. Yeah. All right. It's good. We did it. (laughs) Solved it. Next question. I know. Next question. And that's probably a lot harder, like lived out. Oh, for sure. And even one more thing to add too, is it kind of is based even on dynamics of your relationship with that person too. Yeah. If it's your father, it might be a little different right. than if it's your little brother. Right, or exactly. if it's your dear friend from elementary school versus it's your neighbor who you've talked to twice this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like what has your last year been like with that person mm-hmm. too? Who knows? Like if that's just been all great or it's also had a lot of conflict. It's just like be aware of some of those dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, but excited for the rest of this month. I love yes. Christmas time. I love driving around. I just love driving around at night and seeing all the lights Great. everywhere. Yeah, I know. It's just like happiness yeah, all over the place. So for sure. It's really good. Um, but uh, love to hear from you. If you have questions, podcast at calvarylife.org. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks, Matt. Woo-hoo. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.